2: One. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change. Never looked back. You find me at the shooting range practicing busting gats. Want a vocal booth? And this is new deal, busting raps. For some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi. I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Lati, daddy, she like to party off Molly Bacardi. Let her get naughty, a hottie up in the lobby. She stopped. She said, "Forty water." where you about
3: to be? I said, "Follow me, follow Ladies and me, gentlemen, boss, we be are be back. You you got I am sad.
2: No curtain, no it's
3: this is my life crazy. now. I put too much faith in a bunch of 19 and. 20 year olds. I was going to say children but I felt that was weird. So 19 yeah. and 20 year olds, we're going to they're not children, and we're going to specify their ages. they're uh, fully Canada. grown adults, Kevin. Yeah, but I'm old I feel old so they're kids. Yeah, no, I get I, I know what you mean. Like the oldest guys in college football this year were Derek King and Kenny Pickett and they're both younger than me. <laughs> It I think Zeb Norland is also younger than me, and he's a graduate assistant. Oh,
0: yeah. He had a good game. He, a, a, he had a good
3: bowl game, too. Fucking Sam Howell, high, be preseason Heisman hopeful, gets out by a wide receiver and a graduate assistant quarterback.
4: Yes, you
1: love
3: fast. to see it. <laughs> you love to fucking see it. Kieran, how are you doing, pal? Well, I am doing great uh, because
0: two things. One, I was wrong. I picked Alabama to win. And I thought they were going to. And I'm so happy, so happy to be proven wrong. I, I will say that I didn't text Kevin at all. I said I, I was just going to leave him to wallow in his self pity and i i left it alone i mentioned it briefly the the next morning only because i needed to talk to him about the possi- or what we were going to do for the next uh, this show but it was very minimal i didn't uh, i didn't push his
3: buttons or anything but inside i was beaming which is fair i mean i'm not i'm not going to act like alabama was this underdog that people wanted to see no they were the underdog yeah but Nobody wanted to see them win. No. Some people, some Auburn fans I heard or I saw on Twitter were rooting for Alabama saying if Alabama wins, it's just another year. If Georgia wins, you're giving the most annoying fan base a national championship. I've talked about this before. So yeah, but I, I don't I'm not under the pretense that people wanted to see Alabama win. I'm also not under the pretense that people wanted to see this national championship. It was the second lowest rated since the Cultural playoffs started. And it was still higher. It was like the most viewed uh, broadcast, sports broadcast in the past two years. So lowest for college football, highest for sports in general. The sport is doing well. Um, But yeah, no, I walked into work Tuesday. The first two things I heard were, I'm sorry from the controller. And I didn't think you were going to make it in today from our head R&D guy.
0: If your head, if the head of any department is saying... I'm surprised you made it in. Just know that you didn't go hard enough the night before.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think that's a very fair assumption. I this work is pretty laid back. Like I have to do my job and stuff, but they they're fine with me. I'm pretty sure if I had said, like, hey, I, I'm not no, not doing <laughs> it today. They would have been like, Really? Like you're not supposed to, but we get it. And then the CFO later in the day said, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's something else, Kevin. It was a rough day. I Luckily, I kinda... the CEO came to talk to me about it, and I was like, I don't want to talk about this, bud.
1: Please go away.
3: <laughs> was was but, he a Georgia fan or something, or what? <laughs> no, he's an Army fan, but he just came oh. to talk. It was like shit talking. But Oh, perfect. But then, like, after noon, people stopped talking to me about it, which is nice.
0: Okay, well— I'm glad they uh, somewhat respected your privacy.
3: (laughs) And then one of the new fucking manufacturing floor managers today said to me, oh, Kevin, I didn't say thank you because the Patriots win when Alabama loses. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I like Alabama football more than I like the Patriots, honestly. That is... What a statement. All right. I care more about how Alabama does than how the Patriots do. I'll say it. That's... uh, You know what? Actually,
0: I, I... I get that. I get that. Because, like, when when I see, like, the Patriots win, like, or have a big game or a close game that they win, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but then if I see, like, Penn State or have, like, a big game or they lose, I am distraught for the rest of the day. I'm like, don't talk to me. I don't want to look at your face. I want to cuddle up in blankets and go to bed. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is we, <laughs> we both linked to those schools. Oh, it absolutely so, is. So we have – not like, we didn't do anything for the football program, but we, we gave money to those schools. We lived there for four years. We have – I don't want to say skin in the game, but it's a little bit different. Right. But, and I grew up five minutes from Gillette. You grew up, like, half an hour, 45 minutes. Like, it's a little different, though, living – or growing up near the stadium and – constantly being surrounded by the logo the players the color 24 7 yeah i i I do get that i do get that
0: and it's it's also like it's also like what you said like you have skin in the game because you went to that school you have pride for that school you have a connection to other people with that school right you know people you know you move to a different state you start supporting the other team you know that they're professional teams or whatever and it's it's no big deal like i mean you probably still have a i at least i do still have a a bias towards where i grew up but you know it's not that big of a deal whereas a college is something you you've you've been through and you want to keep up that persona i guess uh which which I, i totally understand like you'd want Alabama to do better than the Patriots or you don't care how the Patriots do rather.
3: I care, but yeah, it's, and I refer to it as my brand, not a persona. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brand. But, <laughs> Alabama um, football brand. But yeah, like you said about, you know, kind of rooting for the local teams. I was thrilled to see the Braves win the world series this year. Cause I interact with a lot of Braves fans every day on Twitter. I know a lot of Braves fans. So, I was like, oh, that's good for them. I, when I went down to Alabama, I went to a couple Braves games, and I like the team. I love Freddie Freeman, so it was cool to see. If I fucking move to Auburn or Athens or not, I'm not going to go, oh, it's great to see them win. No, fuck mm. you guys. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the Bulldogs or the Volunteers. <laughs> no, fuck you.
0: Roll die.
3: <laughs> Like, even even if it was a random team, because I think because I think like if I moved to New York, I wouldn't become a Yankees fan, or I wouldn't want to see that one. But like if I moved to fucking Lansing, I would not give a shit about Michigan State. I would go to the games, root for them at the games, but Saturday I'd be we're fucking watching Alabama. I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> just on your on your little screen in the stadium
3: and the nosebleeds, just going like, come on Alabama! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my Speaking friends of, I was with or my wife or girl would be like, honey, what the fuck? We're at the game. Watch it. No, I
0: am watching the game. This is the game.
3: No, we're playing Kent State right now. I have to watch.
0: Speaking of people who are feeling good or bad, uh, Stenson Bennett on GMA was having the time of his life or recovering from the time of his life.
3: Yeah. A hotly debated topic. <laughs> Uh, ESPN said he just needs he needs some sleep. They said he was tired. He wasn't just tired.
0: Oh no no He was tired. He was also violently hungover,
3: and the fact that he even appeared is nothing short of spectacular. So I watched parts of that. I watched the link. I think I don't think he was just hungover. I think he was in that weird period of time where you wake up a little late. You're starting to feel hungover, but you're still drunk. Oh, yeah. I think he was in that in-between time where your options are either have another beer or drink some water, take some Advil, and pray that your hangover is not that bad.
0: Right. That's, That's a very fair point. That's a very fair point. I think either way, he's had a copious amount
3: of alcohol in his system. So... Good on you. Well, fucking deserved. I hate that Georgia won. I hate more that
1: Stetson Bennett is making me like him.
3: Because, don't get me wrong, he worked hard to get where he's at. He went to Georgia as a preferred walk on transfer, transferred back, got the starting job, and he worked hard to get it. But he's like an average guy who just happened to win a national championship. Like, if I won a national championship, I'd be doing the same thing. Like, ten times out of ten. I, maybe not even the same thing, I might have shown up to the, I might have woken up, felt there and gone, nope, we're drinking more and going on Good Morning America. (laughs) Good Morning (laughs) America, I'm fucking hammered.
0: (laughs) But good on Stenson Bennett, well done, well deserved.
3: I mean, yeah, good, I'm actually happy for him. No one else on that team, but Stetson Bennett. Okay, yeah, fine. So, um, I'm also not happy for Georgia fans. They're some of the biggest scumbags on earth. One dude I saw on Twitter made fun of the 2011 tornado that ripped through Alabama, killed 60 people, destroyed countless lives and homes. And then when he got shit on for it, deleted the tweet and is like, "Well, God first, guys. Why is everyone bringing that up in my bio? How when was the most recent time you went to church? Fuck you, buddy." I hope
0: Georgia fans suffer. Uh, I don't think they will be until the start of next college football season.
1: To be fair.
3: I hope their hangovers were terrible. (laughs) Like the worst hangovers ever. But also, speaking of Stetson Bennett, we did run a poll on Twitter. It still is going because I just did a day. The week's not over. But who's having a better week, Kodak Black or Stetson Bennett? Uh, Kodak Black's winning right now 55% of people think Kodak's having a better week For those who did not see I told Karen I wanted to talk about this Even though it has nothing to do with college football It's I important. found a way to work it in yeah, it's important. Kodak Black went to the Panthers game this week NHL like Posted a picture of him In the front row watching the game Went up to a luxury box And if you ever thought hockey Needed a little more sex appeal Kodak <laughs> Black and that random girl Has you covered? Just, they were both watching the game, both facing forward. Just, the girl's view was a little distorted because her head kept getting violently jerked back and forth. (laughs) By certain motions that Kodak was doing. Um, Some say she was just twerking, but the people who are saying that are like Panthers reporters who don't really want a guy having sex with a girl in their luxury box being a thing. Uh, there's some up-close uh, videos of it. it. People still say twerking. Kodak has dispelled the rumors and said he put his enchilada in her pinata. Uh, actual thing he said. So, yeah, uh, Kodak Black was fucking.
0: I, I could not believe that when I saw it. And I was just like, surely I'm, I'm missing some sort of like either angle or i'm not seeing the whole picture i was looking at it on my phone like i saw i was granted it might have been too small but i was like i'm i'm pretty sure they're doing it I, like that video is fairly clear to me
3: yeah i mean i i tweeted after i deleted it and i got made fun of myself my friends for deleting it but i tweeted kodak black's my hero yeah. <laughs> It
0: was great. I, I know this is a college football podcast. We've talking about this for much longer, but I saw somebody tweet. He goes, he goes, imagine your Kodak black and you walk into the Panthers arena going, yeah, I can fucking hear. <laughs> I, I lost it. I lost it.
2: Simpler communications.
3: Uh, oh my God. Uh, I'm, if, if you guys want to hear more about the Kodak Black story, check out Slapshot Sweethearts pod. I don't know when they're streaming next, but I'm going to be in those comments making sure they fucking talk about this. They have to, uh, they have to. That's the biggest NHL story of the week. Oh yeah, 100%. I texted one of the hosts. I'm like, hey, you need to talk about this. And then she just never answered, which is kind of hurtful. But it's fine. She did give us a shout-out, though, on her last show. So I'm giving her a shout-out on this one. You're welcome, Shannon. Um, <laughs> but you want to go back to talk about the Natty? Yeah, let's
0: do that. Let's, uh, let's get back on, I on target. I
3: from Kodak Black getting down dirty in a luxury box. Back you, to college football.
0: You can't. You just have to say oh, now.
3: Speaking of doggy style, Georgia oh Bulldogs versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. I feel like Bulldog fans probably bark more than Kodak Black or that girl was. But still, it works. Kanan, what did you think of the game? I
0: I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I know like the first two quarters, and I think I even I texted you this or something. I said the first quarter, maybe the second as well, felt really slow. And maybe that's just because there weren't a lot of points on the board or anything. Overall, it was a very entertaining game. Like I, I there were there were big plays, there were uh, big defensive plays, there were sacks, uh, a few sacks. Um, there weren't that many turnovers, which I was kind of surprised about. There was only I think uh, Georgia had one, and then uh, Alabama had the two interceptions. Um, but like overall, it was like I enjoyed watching those two grade a programs kind of slug it out on the defensive front and just and granted as time got uh as time went on they you know plays started to open up and and receivers got open and things like that but like overall great game i think
3: yeah if i was unbiased in that and didn't care about either of the teams i probably would have loved it you have this defensive slugfest in the first half, In the second half, the scoring kind of starts opening up. It was a close game. Uh, the final interception was as time is expiring, a pick six, so that's not not really counting that in the yeah. how close the game was. The score right, made it right, right. a little more lopsided, but no, it was a good game. It sucked. Jamison Williams went down. Yeah, um, and I'm not blaming the loss on that. I've been on Twitter saying I'm not blaming. James Williams going down on the loss. However, it did suck to see, like, to wonder what how it would have looked with him out there.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because I mean, like, he's a big part of your offense and things like that. But like, I I don't think like his overall effect would have changed the game that much. I I know that sounds like I'm, you know pushing him to the back burner or whatever and i'm not i'm just thinking that the george defense overall did such a good job that it wouldn't have mattered that much maybe he would have opened up a receiver or made like a pick or something whatever we'll never know i do feel bad for him it sucks but it is what it is kevin
3: i think if he had played it would have looked different i'm not saying necessarily it would have definitely tilted it towards alabama's favor but on that play, he got hurt. He did get open. That was a pretty big play. Not huge, but a good medium to big gain. And also, he, he can spread the defense and open guys up short a lot better. That's something that is kind of not being overlooked. It wasn't during the season, but has kind of been overlooked as time's gone on. How important having someone like that is to a team and allowing the team to, and the rest of their receivers to run the way they want. Uh, now... Cameron Latu, Aggie Hall, dropping pass in the end zone. Did not fucking help either.
0: (laughs) Arguably, Uh, they're the bigger bigger upsets there.
3: Aggie Hall, or Jai Hall, fucking bitching about playing time all year and then gets on the field the biggest game of the year. Can't fucking catch. Uh, It it sucked. Uh, I didn't love the officiating down the stretch. I felt the Georgia defense was allowed to, like, hit – Bryce Young on the head every time they came in Even if he had already thrown the ball And then Stetson Bennett bitching about it Like the two times it happened to him Should have been called both times I'm not arguing that they were Just calling like Bullshit on Alabama The pass interferences that Alabama got Clearly were pass interference Should have been called Uh, I just felt there were some smaller things That might be me nitpicking But they called Alabama for Why weren't they calling it for Georgia But overall, outside of those I think the officiating honestly it was fine i it did not impact the game it did not cause alabama to lose what caused alabama to lose was Jai hall dropping fucking passes cameron lotu dropping a fucking pass in the end zone and then uh georgia just us. uh
0: you guys he, i think he's somebody read his lips during the uh meeting of the coaches in, in the field he said uh oh, I, you guys kicked our asses or butts or whatever in the fourth quarter there. Which, I mean, you know, good on Saban for recognizing it or whatever. But I think, um, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about the officiating really quickly. I think, the, are you talking about the one on fourth and one where they where Stetson Bennett dropped it off to his tight end Burrows and they scored a touchdown and they called a, a roughing the passer? Is that the one you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. I fucking hate, 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 hate that, that that is roughing the passer. It's not. He got tapped on the head. Fucking grow up. You play contact football. It's tackle football. All right? Hit somebody. I don't care if it's late. Like, you don't play till the whistle it, it, it. I... It drove me up a wall to see that because all it's doing is setting a president, president, precedent for essentially anything near the QB. You just can't touch them. And I I hate it. I just I think it's so dumb. Like if, if you're already in motion or your hands are in the air and they're coming down or whatever. Yeah. Put your hand on him. Who cares? It's not it's not that big of a deal. He'll survive.
3: Yeah, I think I I agree with protecting the quarterback. Uh, I think protecting all players is important. But I do agree. I think it's reached a point now where the quarterbacks are playing two-hand touch. Everyone else is playing tackle.
0: Yeah, it's so dumb. Hit the guy.
3: Hit him. Also, you did talk about Saban uh, telling Kirby Smart that they kicked their asses in the fourth. Uh, one thing that I will give Kirby smart credit for, I don't love Kirby smart. I think he copies a lot of, he just takes shit from Alabama. The whole Georgia football program does not wow, necessarily like, not, not like training and stuff. Cause he coached with Saban for a long time at LSU at Miami and then at Alabama. So you're going to take things from your experiences, but the fucking stadium with the led lights, Alabama did it first and Georgia tried to claim it, that they did it first. Uh, the fucking injury tense. Alabama was like the first school in the country to do that. Georgia tried to like then immediately do it. And people like, oh, it's Georgia's thing. No, it's fucking not. But uh, I don't know what that has to do with Kirby Smart. It's more the athletic department, but whatever. Uh, but Kirby Smart, like the first thing he said to Saban is like, how's your receiver? Like, is Jamison okay? Which I think honestly is a lot of respect to Kirby was gained there for me and I'm sure a lot of people because Look, you just won your first national championship. You beat the boogeyman that's been in your closet for Kirby Smart for the past five or six years, for Georgia for the past 15, and Kirby Smart's like, how's, how's he doing? How's this kid yeah. doing? So a lot of props Kirby Smart. Uh, that game was still held a watch. That was painful. But it's fine. Our Heisman-winning quarterback's a sophomore. Our fucking best defensive player is also a sophomore. We'll be fine. Yeah, um, uh, it's it's not
0: like you're going, you know, to collapse in next year. Although <laughs> you did have seven players enter the transfer portal the day after the loss. Now, seven players entering a transfer portal. What's your first thought? They're third strings, they're you know, their third strings, they didn't get a lot of playing time. You know, they figured, hey, I've just won a national championship. Maybe I can uh, go somewhere else and be the star. All fair. All is fair. I agree with that. And uh, for, I think, one or two cases, that is that is what's happening. But, but Kevin, when you have Paul Tyson, the great-grandson... Of former Alabama coach Bear Bryant enter the portal. I don't really care how good he is. It is a bad, bad look. It publicly, it looks like oh shit. There is an internal collapse, and I, <laughs> I cannot
3: wait to see what happens. You're, you've said this before the show. You're like the only person that has this take. By the way, I don't give a fuck. That's the whole point of this. He was the third stringer. I do He don't was a care. redshirt sophomore. He completed his first pass, in th- his career,
1: this year at Miami.
3: He's not, the- he's not bad, but he's not that good, and he fucking wasn't beating out Bryce Young for the starting job. No one was. Exactly. No one was. <laughs> So I don't think this is a bad look. I think this is a former four-star going, I'm, I, I went to Alabama. Mama was calling my name or whatever the hell Bear Bryant was. Mama called me home is what Bear Bryant said. But now he wants to go and play somewhere, which he should. He's been a perfectly fine backup quarterback. He didn't make news. He didn't do anything. Not in a bad way. He just, that's what a backup should be. They should not be the focus. And he did it well. And I hope he has nothing but success unless he goes to a school where we have to play them. That I hope he has success unless he's playing Alabama. Go to Auburn.
0: Do it. Or or Georgia. I don't care. Just just make it a rivalry. Could you imagine I think, that?
3: Paul Tyson beats Georgia tonight. The- if he went to Auburn especially or Tennessee, I think his family might disown him. I, 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 I would
0: understand. He goes to Georgia and leads them to another national championship next year. Oh, jeez., Yeah, hey, he'd be dead to me. <laughs> oh, that's great.
3: Uh, but also, Kieran, you did bring it up. Some other players in the transfer portal. Jaleel Billingsley. Uh, Drew Sanders, linebacker. Tommy Brown, lineman. Are some of the big names. Georgia lost Amir Speed and Jalen Johnson, a cornerback and a wide receiver. But it's – honestly, Jaleel Billingsley lost kind of sucks because of what he can do. But he didn't fucking do it this year.
4: Right. I mean, there's
3: a reason Cameron Law – or, yeah, Cameron Law too became the guy in the red zone at tight end because Jaleel Billingsley kind of sucked at points. I mean, that's fair. I mean, but but thirty-five
0: receptions and six touchdowns is over two seasons is no, you know that that's nothing to like gawk at either. Like I I, I know Cameron Lat, is Latu or Latu. Latu Latu. Latu. I know he, Cameron Latu has like been the the go-to guy and he's clearly put in the effort or whatever. And but like you know I wouldn't say like. I wouldn't say Billingsley is anything to like slouch at. Like, he's a good player. And I think, I think he's actually probably in the best spot right now because exactly what you just said. It's what he can do and what he can bring to another program, you know, if he's, if he like works hard and like becomes the number one guy or whatever. And, uh, and, and can produce or or at least um open up the field or do whatever to to get other uh guys open or himself open and be the be the star
3: there he needs to go to a team that has really good receivers agreed most of those stats you, you mentioned the 35 receptions
2: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
0: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available
3: on mountaintops or seafloors. 543 yards, six touchdowns. A lot of those yards and touchdowns came last year. And even then, it was in spot plays, really. He wasn't dominant all year. But when they had the fucking Heisman winner, uh, John Mechie as a freshman, or yeah, I think it was a richer freshman last year, and Mac Jones, uh, he had Jalen Waddle for a bit, a guy for rookie of the fucking year, and Najee Harris. Like, everyone's focusing on them. He's not the focus, so he can kind of sneak around and get out there. Over the first two games, or in two games against Southern Miss and Florida, Nine receptions, 152 yards, and seven touchdowns. And a touchdown. Sorry, I misread that. And then he had seven receptions the rest of the season. He was opening up other players. <laughs> well, that's Jameson Williams' job. If you have two guys opening up receivers, you that cuts down your offense in half. <laughs> so let's not have two guys whose job it is to do that. Uh. But it... It sucks, but this always happens. I mean, guys transfer Alabama because they're not playing because we have a bunch of other fucking five stars. Guys going to the draft is going to suck, but, I mean, Alabama lost three out of the four rookie of the year nominees last year, and they still made it back to the national championship this year. So I'm not that worried about the transfers. I am I think Mechie might come back, honestly. Uh, he was probably a second-round pick anyway, and then with the injury, he's just going to drop more. I, I think I could see him come back. Alabama's also kind of started this trend of guys coming back for their senior year. Uh, Devontae Smith did it. I wouldn't be surprised if Mechie also does it. I think there was someone before him who also did it. But I don't know. I, I'm excited for next year. Uh, Alabama's the way too early number one in most places. Are we really all that shocked? No, not at all. It's yeah. more just something I felt I had to say.
0: Where where does Georgia line up after this?
3: Frankly, I think unless your entire team is made up of seniors, if you win the national championship, you should probably be the number one team the following year, at least in the way too early rankings. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, They're not. I think ESPN has them at three maybe. Yeah, ESPN has them at three, and they're way too early ranks. It goes Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas A&M, uh, Michigan, Notre Dame, Utah, NC State at eight, which is weird, Oklahoma State, and then the Michigan State Spartans rounding out the top ten. So I think – I don't know. I'm not that surprised. Uh, key stars get to lead Evan Neal. Fadarian Mathis, Jordan Battle, Josh Joe, Brown, Robinson, John Mechie, uh, Key Edition. The Key Edition, though, the Transfer Portal, I'm also not complaining about it. I know, like I said, some of these guys leaving sucks, but not really. Eli Ricks from LSU and Jameer Gibbs from George Tech are going to be electric at Alabama next year. So, the Transfer Portal giveth and the Transfer Portal taketh away, although it huh. giveth a hell of a lot better than it taketh away at Alabama. Also, I'm trying to see... Cincinnati at 19 is insane.
0: Yeah, I I was looking for that, too. I was going to say, that is an absolute disgrace. You slander. uh, Hot
3: take, I get it. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, UCF kind of sucked after their little fun in the sun a couple years ago. And then you're losing Desmond Ritter, Ahmaud Gardner, and Cody Ryan. Like, yeah, Yeah, they're not going to be as good. I think Luke Fickle's a very good coach. But yeah, they're not... U.S.A. at 25 is wild to me. I don't think Spencer Rattler's that good. No. To bring them up to 25. And look, Beamer's a good coach, don't get me wrong, but is Penn State even on this? No. That's kind of shocking. I feel like they... I, like, really? A, Are you really that I feel well? like they get like a 24 or 25 nod.
0: Well, it looks like Wisconsin got that nod.
3: Which is insanity. I don't know what to tell you, man. Although I was very high in Wisconsin last year, so like. <laughs> makes you feel better about yourself. I I was just, look, I wasn't wrong. I was just a year early. Just <laughs> <sighs> a little too early. Um, But while we're talking about way too early predictions, Kenan, who's your way too early Heisman pick? Uh, let's just give it a
0: Bryce Young again,
3: so I don't have to think about it. Honestly, I I know I'd be annoying, but how happy would you be if Bryce Young won it? Because that would take away from Ohio State having the only two-time Heisman winner.
0: Actually, yeah. Could that happen?
3: I so, think there's a good chance it could happen.
0: All right. All right. I'm going to put a wager down now for, like, 50 bucks, like, right now, tomorrow, or whenever I log into... Cause Sports betting is legal in Pennsylvania, so I'm gonna fuck you. Put a bet. <laughs> I'm gonna put a bet down right after this, and and put it on Bryce Young. Go in, Bryce Young. I swear to God, I have been hating you all season, and the next season is the one you fuck up. I'm gonna end you. <laughs> Jesus,
3: <laughs> that's aggressive.
1: I honestly,
3: <sighs> I think I, I might roll with Caleb Williams, honestly. Oh, true. I, think, I don't think they want to give it to two guys. I think unless Bryce Young comes out and breaks every single passing record, and I don't just mean like the ones that have been broken pretty consistently lately uh, completion percentage, passer. Like if he breaks the yardage record, the touchdown record, the rushing yards record, the rushing touchdowns record, then he might win it. But even then, I think they go, but he, we just gave it to him. We've given it to two Alabama players in back-to-back years. Do we want to do this again? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, I would love to see uh, William Anderson win it uh, as a th- makeup call for not fucking inviting him to New York this year. That was stupid. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else, really. who We're just overlooking. CJ Stroud.
0: Yeah, he could win it.
3: Maybe. I feel like a lot of guys.
0: He'd have to really step it up, though. Like, from last year to this year. He'd have to. I don't know if he would. Don't know if he would, could, because, like, because I don't. He would need to in order to win.
3: Yeah, I I don't think he can, honestly. I think what we've seen out of CJ Shad for production is probably his peak, uh, he might get a little bit better in some efficiency stats. Right. I mean, he's he'll have a little bit better. Cause he probably won't have those down games early in the season. That kind of come from more experience. Right. But I think having earth, wind and fire, Alave Wilson and Smith and Jigba hurt his chances. Cause they looked at him and went, well, he has these three great receivers. Right. So and I can think
0: throw within 10 yards of them and they'll
3: go get it. <laughs> yeah. And I think, if I think Smith and Jigba's coming back I don't think he's draft eligible uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. looked good In the Rose Bowl against Utah I think if he has the same Numbers next year And if Ohio State doesn't Drop a game or two I could see him also winning the Heisman Fair enough uh, But we talked about dropping a game or two Who Who do you think is going to make College football playoff? Um, hmm. if you want to go with like rankings too, that'd be great.
0: Okay. Let's, uh, let,
3: let me think about
0: this for a second, because I don't want to do like stereotypical ones as well. I would like to throw in one that's kind of like out there, but I need to think about it. Um, let's go Alabama number one. Georgia number two. Uh let's have some fun and go Oklahoma State Cowboys number three and Ohio Ooh. State four, right? Sauce Ooh. it up a little. I don't hate that. Right? It's not like it's 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 not likely, but it's you could see it, maybe. Maybe in the early season.
1: I I could see it. I'm going to go
3: – mine's going to be boring, the teams I pick, but there's going to be one glaring omission. Is it Cincinnati? <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> I'm going to roll Alabama at one, Ohio State at two. Okay.
1: USC at three. Oh.
3: And – Trying to think. Uh, fuck it. Let's go. Let's get weird. Baylor at four. Oh, so they're going Big Twelve. Yeah, I think honestly, I mean, I feel like Baylor showed that they have the potential to win big games. I think they just have to string those games together. I think Oklahoma is going to be a bit of a mess. Nothing against Brent Venables, but they don't have a quarterback now. A bunch of guys transferred. Sorry, I'm not, I don't have faith in Dylan Gabriel yet. No, no, and, unless, unless he's like throwing dimes every pass. Like, and unless Quinn Ewers is fucking, I don't even want to say, Pitt, is Joe Burrow 2.0, then Texas is going to be better, but they're not going to be great next year.
4: Yeah.
3: And I think Clemson's still on the rocks. And Pitt just lost Kenny Pickett. Miami is not back. So, yeah, I, I like those choices. Yeah. And I think BNM so, so I think
0: we have we have groups. Big 12 Big 12 sleepers is what is what we'll call this episode. <laughs> okay, I was just going to call it Kev sad.
3: <laughs> Kev Kev's big sad. <laughs> oh. I might do that. Uh But no, I think I like those choices. I think Georgia it, they're losing so many guys on defense. I and They've they've had good defense under Kirby Smart. I don't know if they can replace. And I know I've been knocking Jordan Davis, but he was a big part of that defense. The Kobe Dean's gone. I, I'm curious to see how they can rebuild or reload after this. And I think Texas A&M's number one recruiting class. They're going to be freshmen, two three years. Maybe then we'll be talking about them about to make the college football playoff. But I don't I don't know about this year. Yeah.
1: Any team you think is going to dramatically
3: fall off? Uh, well, I as
0: much as I don't want it to happen, I think I think Cincinnati will be the team that like drops off, and everyone goes, and everyone's it's going to be like a reluctant ah, you know, like ah, it was there was so much fun watching them do so well. And then just go back to reality, which is kind of shitty because it was so much fun to watch. Um, and I don't think that's a huge shock to say either. Um, but but I think another one, another team that isn't going to be as good as last year is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Because they're losing a bunch of uh, defensive players. Um and a few offensive players as well. They're losing uh, Tyler Goodson, a running back, um, Zach Van Valkenburg, Jack Corner, and Matt Haskins. Like they they were all, uh, I like that Iowa defense was solid. Like it's not you know it's not going to be Georgia, but it's it was a solid team. And I you know I was surprised they lost four games like they did, uh, especially to Purdue. But, it, you know, I, but uh, I think they're going to drop a lot more than,
3: than expected. That's fair. Also, I do want to add an amendment here. The USC pick and the Caleb Williams-Heisman pick are contingent on Caleb Williams going to USC. Oh,
0: yeah. That's like, good. that's I a think, big— I think, Hold on, but I think, I think at this point we all know that it's coming.
3: I, I still think UNC has a chance because
0: of his girlfriend. Uh, ah,
3: yeah, well, why, though? Like, why would you...
0: See, here's the thing, though, Kevin, right? You... I understand from last week we were talking about the whole girlfriend thing. But here's the thing. I understand that is losing Matt Howell. But you were recruited initially by Lincoln Riley and his guys. Lincoln Riley then starts you over Spencer Rattler and then leaves for USC at the end of the year... And you have essentially a free starting job at USC, which is a good program, mind you. I mean, a historic program as well. And granted, I guess you could claim that at USC with Matt Brown, but like, uh, it's just not the same caliber.
3: I don't know. I, maybe I'm just feeding into the stigmatism that the, every jock is dumb. And we'll get into a bit more about that later. I'm, I still think UNC has a chance, but I, I think it's probably going to be USC. And I just want to throw that out there that that was part of it. Uh, and teams I think are going to fall off the Michigans. Oh yeah, uh, I think Michigan State losing Kenneth Walker can hurt them. I don't know if I trust their passing offense uh, to do it on their own. And I think Michigan this year caught lightning in a bottle. Harbaugh knows that. That's why he wants to go back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And Aiden Hutchinson's a big loss for the team. So those are my two teams I think are not going to be nearly as good next year. Uh, is there anything else we can predict? Uh, yes. Uh, j-
0: just for me. I'm not going to do this prediction. I want you to do this prediction because I would be too all over the place. Where will Penn State end up next year? Um, I think they'll be probably
1: a top 25 team easily.
3: But I, I would say 15 15- – I'll take it. In that like 15 to 20 range, maybe. Just I I do trust James Franklin as a recruiter. I think he will he has a pretty good team. Uh, and I still think he's probably coaching for his job a little bit. Definitely. They're waiting, not waiting. They don't want him to, but they're like, if you fuck up, dude, you're gone. Like, don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So I would say in that 15 to 20 range. Or they're going to lose two bad games and not even early and then never get it back in.
0: Can we blame Manny Diaz for it, though?
3: Yeah, oh, 100%.
0: Okay, thank gosh. (laughs) Then I'm
3: fine. (laughs) 100%, always blame Manny Diaz. (laughs) Uh, Actually, blame the U. (laughs) Okay, okay. It's the U's fault if Penn State sucks. Yeah, that's right. U's fault. (sighs) Oh, any any crazy coaching changes? You think we'll see in the next year?
0: Oh, well, we kind of went through the coaching carousel this past year, so
3: I can't. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think it'll be as crazy, but like one or two co- changes that you go, oh shit! Like firing this guy, leaves. Um, I I
0: was about to say Harbaugh, but at this point. That's half expected, so that's not really like a shocker. Um, oh, geez, yeah, I don't really know because like everyone's either secure in a new position or
3: done well enough to not have to worry about it. Uh, I feel like if Michigan State falls off, Mel Tucker they might let Mel Tucker go after giving them that massive contract if he can't live. No way. Them, there's things. no way not after that. I I think they their expectations are way too high.
0: Oh, I totally agree. But I don't think they're going to let go
3: that quickly. I think they'll go with they will have a panic fire.
0: Oh, go, I hope. Mel,
3: Mel can't get it done. You're gone, buddy. And yeah. then they to pay him a lump, like a big-ass amount of bu- money in a buyout then pay him $9.5 million over 10 years or every year over 10 years. I think by this point next year, we're going to be talking about how Urban Meyer will bring a team back. I don't know what team yet, but I think Urban will be back in college a year from now, or about to be back. That's that's a good take. That's a good take right there. Because I think he might take next year off to spend time with his family, and not, <laughs> not that he does. <laughs> mural of his wife staring at him, and I. So I think I think he'll come back. Fair enough But uh, last topic really ha- We really have We're going to talk about The stigmatism of athletes being dumb jocks And I am not Misusing the word stigmatism uh, Kayvon Thibodeau Who was talking about this Decided to use the word stigmatism when talking about how everyone thinks jocks are dumb While also Shitting on the Alabama education system
1: And implicating Nike in a
3: potential college football scandal all in one interview during the national championship. For those who didn't see it, uh, Thibodeau said that he doesn't think Alabama would have set him up to succeed. He doesn't think he would have graduated three years. And it's, basic, it's 90% that if you go to Oregon as a football player, Nike will give you a, jo- like a corporate job after. And he would call Phil Knight, and Phil Knight would agree with him. which if that is a new policy uh, fine I guess I I don't know where that would fall in NIL stuff but it's not as big a deal but Thibodeau's been there for three years now and that's a thing that's been going on if that played into his decision making that's an issue but also Thibodeau I read that he's a PR and advertising major you're shitting on the school that has the number one PR and advertising program in PR Weekly consistently. And, and also, if you're going to talk about the stigma that athletes are fucking dumb, use the word stigma. Don't make up a word or confuse a fucking eye disorder with stigma. Also, oh, I don't know that I would have graduated the years. Fucking Jalen Hurts, Matt Jones, both graduate in three years.
1: Why couldn't you?
3: I don't think this is a Kayvon Thibodeau or like an Alabama issue. I think it's a Kayvon Thibodeau issue of not being a self-motivator. I'm not fucking taking him top five.
0: And that was Kevin's angry rant of the podcast.
3: Oh, look, I didn't do it while we were talking about the natty
0: at least. You know what? Props to you. Um, well, I I do I do agree with you. I think it's it, first of all, use the correct word. That sh- that should be your first, I guess, point of contention. Second of all, uh it's it, like like you said, if you've been there for three years and you know they're they're guaranteeing. You know, jobs or whatever out of college. That's a that's a huge. Maybe it was like it's one of those implied things, that he was saying, or like you know that he's trying to pull. But yeah, uh, it's it, it's a I don't know. It's a bad look. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Publicly, like just publicly out there making very audacious claims uh, with. I would argue a lack of evidence, or anything, to the to the contrary or whatever. but We'll see. We'll see how that plays out for him.
3: Yeah, I mean, it. There is probably evidence, but it's probably all like verbal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't prove. Also, I think the word you're looking for, if Kevon Thibodeau was telling you, was pubically. Because <laughs> I mean, it doesn't fucking know English. Apparently, it was very public. Ah, i love Publix. they make good subs uh well (laughs) there was my last angry rant of the season i had to bitch about something and i couldn't bitch about the natty because we got fucking smacked so anything else garen before we wrap up for at least like a while because college football's over and 227 days till next season yeah right unless some like crazy uh
0: Transfer portal or coaching stuff happens within the next, I don't know,
3: two weeks. We'll see. Yeah, if Caleb Williams trans- transfers to, like, Utah, we will be doing an episode just about that. Yes, yeah. Because this stuff is important. Yeah, if he transfers to USC, then we'll just tweet about it. Yeah, we'll do Yeah,
0: it'll be like, we all saw this coming. Why are you shocked? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I know. So so that, that wraps up the first season of Tailgate on the Quad.
0: It's been a been a fucking ride.
3: Yeah, it's been insane. Um Thank you to everyone who listened throughout the season. When I joined Belly Up three years ago, I did not think I'd have my own podcast, but here we are. I, I forced Kiernan to come along for the ride. Yeah. I joined
0: Belly Up what? two and a half years ago and then stopped and then kevin's like hey do you want to talk instead of write?" and i was like oh yeah that's much
3: better <laughs> much easier too oh yeah so thank you kieran for joining me on the podcast it's been a lot of fun in the first season you have and you weren't bad at first you've improved a lot over time it's been a lot of fun to see thank you very much
0: that is that first, first season jitters
3: that's what that was yeah it, it's like a freshman going to college. That's all it is. We all have them. It's fine. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back next season. Might do some intermittent episodes here and there with guests. Uh, Kieran's free. He, he will come along. If not, I'll do them. But uh, right now, probably gonna follow a similar pattern to this year. Uh, do a draft episode. Have some guests. Just these guys that we've watched for three, four, five or fucking six years now in Kenny Pickett's case, are going to be going off on into the world on their own. So we're going to talk about them a bit around draft time, and then come July, August, we'll start doing weeklies again, doing some a, a previews for conferences. I can't talk. But it's been a lot of fun. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Eats. Head over to EatsOfficial.com. Promo code tailgate for 10% off your order. Uh, follow... Me on Twitter at Belly of Kev because I tweet fucking nonsense all day. Uh, follow Piernan at Fiernan underscore o, I believe. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I don't, I don't tweet a lot. I just, I just like it and, and retweet Kevin's stuff. <laughs> yeah, but still, Kiernan's a good guy. You should follow him. Maybe if he has more followers, he'll uh, tweet more. Yeah, maybe if I have
0: some, like, hot takes during the offseason, I'll just randomly spurt them out. Oh, please just tweet out a random hot take one day. Uh oh, I'll have them cooking. Beautiful. I love it.
3: Thank you again. Uh, be sure to check out the Corner Booth pregame. I'm going to be on that at least until the end of football season. So if you miss me, check that out on Thursdays at 6.30. And... That's it. Good night. Have a safe life for the next few months. We'll miss you. And uh, try not to go too crazy without college football. I know I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fucking go insane in like two weeks. I saw someone tweet like, oh, this game, people say this game is boring. You guys will be begging to watch some action in six weeks. I just (laughs) said, I'd watch action tomorrow if it was an option. Yeah. All right. Well. Bye.